You're listening to the TH Sports Podcast with me, your host, Tyrell Hicks. New episodes drop every Monday through Friday. Be sure to tune in for the latest scores and news from around the world of sports. What's up? We're on the TH Sports Podcast. Um, it is Tuesday, the 24th of August, so 2021. Um, yeah, we're, uh, so last night there was a football game. I just jump right in. That's just how I how I how I do things on this podcast. We just jump right into the the topics, the news, if you will. But uh, last night there's a football game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. Um, New Orleans gets the win, twenty three to twenty one. So obviously this game has uh, your attention is on it because of a couple of reasons. One supposedly in Jacksonville, there's a quarterback competition between Gardner Minshew and uh, Trevor Lawrence. There should be no competition. Trevor Lawrence should be the starter week one and will be the starter week one. Although of all the quarterbacks, I say he looked the worst. Um, He had more completions than Gardner Minshew did. Um, A few more attempts. Didn't throw any touchdowns or interceptions, but Gardner threw a pretty bad interception. Um, I don't know what he was saying on that interception, but it was pretty bad. Um, actually, of all the quarterbacks, C.J. Beathard, their third stringer, played the best. He had two touchdowns, 121 yards, 9 of 14. Pretty good stats from him, but, you know, he's third stringer. Um, although one could make a case that he might actually ought to be the backup instead of Gardner Minshew. Um, I like Minshew as a person, but is actually not a bad quarterback as far as being a backup goes because he's been he was in San Francisco and he was pretty decent there. So, but yeah, Jacksonville has that. But of course, the other quarterback controversy going on is uh, the Saints, Taysom Hill versus Jameis Winston. I have said on this show that I think Jameis Winston is should be the Week One starter. I think he gives the Saints the best chance because. Ultimately, yeah, he's going to turn the ball over. It's what he does, but he's going to throw touchdowns and he's going to throw for nearly 5,000 yards if he's got the right weapons around him. (coughs) Sorry. And I think the weapons are there in New Orleans. And very clearly, last night he played very well. I mean, he goes 9 to 10, 123 yards and two touchdowns. And I'm talking both touchdowns to the same receiver. Um, That receiver being... If, whoops, sorry, hold on. My uh, my deal messed up as I was going to click on his name. Uh, yeah, he gets two touchdowns. Sorry, that's Jacksonville's, not the Saints. Um, yeah. Mar- Marquez Callaway, I believe is how you say his first name. Um, he... He he caught both touchdowns, and I mean, both were just amazing. One's a one-handed catch. Um, and the other was just this pass that I don't even know how Jameis Winston got it into the window. He did, but that's the thing. Winston gives you opportunities that I don't think Taysom, Taysom Hill is going to. And ultimately I think both are just as prone to turn the ball over. So I would go with the person who could actually maybe be a little bit more to a, uh, not quite, I wouldn't say elite because I don't think Winston is an elite quarterback, but to play at a more efficient level. Efficient may not be a good word either because he does have to, he does have a lot of turnovers. Um, to play at a high level that can achieve 
like I said, I mean, here's the thing. I think if Taysom Hill plays, he's a guy that he's going to he's gonna run a little bit, and he's probably going to throw um, in most of his games, I would assume, less than 200 yards. He just does not strike me as the guy who's going to throw, who's going to air it out. He's going to run for a couple of his yards, probably get about 50 yards, maybe a touchdown on the ground, maybe a touchdown through the air, but possibly a couple of interceptions or even fumbles if he's running the ball a lot. Jameis Winston is going to throw interceptions, but he's just as likely. He's, I mean, he's likely to throw three interceptions a game, but he's just as likely to throw three touchdowns and go for 350 yards. So I think Winston is just the clearer option at quarterback for the Saints. I don't even know why. Um, I mean, I guess because Taysom Hill got a couple wins last year, but I just, man, Winston just seems to be better. I mean, Tampa Bay wasn't all that bad with him. I mean, they were always a competitor. So if as long as he's there, you're probably a competitor. And if you can coach the mistakes out of him, you, then you got yourself a pretty good quarterback. He obviously is, I think, a lot more mature than he was a few years back. So we'll see what becomes of it. But I do believe Winston's the better option than Taysom Hill. And obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the better option for Jacksonville than Gardner Minshew. And Urban Meyer pretending that this is a quarterback competition is a joke because it's not. Trevor Lawrence should be your week one starter. You need to come out and say that immediately. And the fact that you're not is ridiculous. It's a first round pick. The best, you know, quarterback prospect we've seen since Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. And you're going to sit here and say there's a competition. I know you're trying to instill a sense of competition amongst you guys, but dude, that's your quarterback. That's your number one guy. This is the most important key piece of a football team when it comes to the players on the field. Do not waste everyone's time and pretend like this is a quarterback competition because it does not need to be. Sorry, that's just a that this it, it frustrates me so much to see Urban Meyer not not just going ahead and straight up saying that Trevor Lawrence is the week one starter. We all know that's the case. We all know he's going to be the starter week one, but yeah, either way. Um, so a little bit of other news around the NFL. Um, there is a weird story coming out of new England with cam Newton. Um, he apparently had to go, I guess, I think, I think it was to a doctor or something, but it wasn't like team related. It wasn't like a new England facility. And, uh, because of some sort of like protocols in place by the NFL or by the team, I'm not sure quite which, um, he is now not able to be at the team's practice for a few days. Um, and this means that Mac Jones gets the reps with the ones instead of with the twos. Um, it's this idea that the Patriots goofed on it and didn't realize that this rule is in place. And some people find that hard to believe because the Patriots know the rules of football. Now I have, I mean, I will straight straight up say I've heard several people already saying that this is the Patriots' clever way of getting Mac Jones reps with the number ones without causing an uproar. Because obviously, like, here's the thing: he's gonna play. He's gonna probably start the next game instead of Cam Newton because it's the last preseason game. Cam Newton probably won't play. It's probably gonna be just like the last preseason games were when they played four. You play your backups, and you get a sense of who they are and how good they are, so you know 
what you're looking at going into final roster cuts. Cam Newton will not play that game, more than likely. But Mac Jones will. And Mac Jones will not play that game with starters because no starter is probably going to play that game. So, obviously, if you take Mac Jones and you give him first-team reps, if Cam Newton's in the building, it looks a little bit like you are you are maybe seeing what you've got. And, I mean, you need to. But, like, if if the Patriots did do this, it's out of if if they if they purposely allowed this from Cam and pretend like they don't know the rules so that way they can find this clever way to get Mac Jones reps it it it's for two situations one they either don't want to cause a quarter a quarterback um what's the what's the word I'm looking for they don't I'm not going to say controversy because there is a controversy there they don't want to start an uproar with fans that oh Mac Jones is getting the reps with the ones look at this this is our guy um, but secondly, it could either be that or it could be they don't want to hurt Cam Newton's feelings, which who cares what Cam Newton's feelings dictate? I mean, the players in the locker room, some of them really like Cam from what I hear. So maybe you don't want to like cause this uh, rift between the players where some are like upset that Cam is not getting the reps because it looks like Mac Jones might be the one they're thinking about going with starting. Um, I don't care what the players think. And if you're the coach, you shouldn't. And I, this is why I don't think it's this option because Bill Belichick doesn't care. He's going to put in whoever he wants to give uh, the starting role to because he's going to put in whoever he thinks gives them the best chance to win, regardless of how the players feel about it. But I'm not one that I believe this is a conspiracy theory. Oh, Patriots at it again with uh, with a strange um, circumstances. I believe it's quite possible they did not know because this is a thing implemented probably very recently, probably like last year, maybe if this was last year, because I don't know, things were a little different last year. The vaccine's not there. Uh, so some of the protocols might not quite be in place. But either way, I'm not one to rush immediately and say the Patriots are rigging the system here, that they're doing some shady stuff behind the scenes to get out of a tough situation. I'm telling you right now, Bill Belichick doesn't care what the players in the locker room think. He's going to do what he thinks is best for the team to win. Because that's how Bill Belichick has always done it. It's just how he is. Um, So, if you think it's a controversy, or or not a controversy, if you think it's a bit uh, odd, and it's the Patriots working the system, I mean, that's that's a thought to have. and, and, And... you know what? You're free to have that thought. I just myself, I'm not going to rush to that because I need to see evidence for it. Now, if more stuff comes out about it and it looks like it, then okay. But until that point, I'm just going to say it was a blunder on their part and it just conveniently happens to work for them. I mean, you know, coincidences happen in, in, in all the time. So, Although there is the saying, there is no such thing as coincidence. But uh, either way, I just don't find this to be. I don't find this to be shady. I, I think it truly is just a mistake on the Patriots end. Um, but you know that that uh, 
It could be. I don't know. We'll we'll figure out eventually, I'm sure. Reports will come out. I know a Patriots reporter for ESPN said something seemed a little off about it. But I'm like I'm not gonna rush to anything. I believe that uh what is it? I don't know if that's the right saying, so I won't say it. Um But either way, I do believe that the Patriots probably just mishandled, unfortunately. But either way, something interesting I noticed, too, when I was, like, typing this story out to, like, in my notes to cover it, Cam Newton, or, like, Cam, the word, the name Cam is, uh, or Mac is Cam spelled backwards and vice versa. It's kind of funny that the two quarterbacks have that situation. I just thought that was unique. Um, It may, that probably doesn't matter to anything. It doesn't matter to anything. I just thought it was kind of cool. (laughs) It's kind of a funny, funny uh, coincidence. But hey, um, other bit of NFL news. So Carson Wentz did practice yesterday, did some seven on seven drills. I saw some stuff, uh, some highlights from his practice. Thought it looked pretty good. I mean, he was moving around really good. Obviously, he's going to throw the ball good because it was something related to his foot. But uh, he is on track for a week one start. At least that's what he wants. And it does seem like he is on pace for that. So that's going to probably throw a whole monkey wrench into my predictions. I thought that uh, Titans will take that division. But with a healthy Carson Wentz, if he's if he's right, that Colts team is dangerous good. It'll be fun to watch. We'll see what they got. Um, I'm very interested in it. I like I like Carson Wentz. I think he's a great dude. I think he's a heck of a quarterback when when he's when he when he is right. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun to watch. That'll be really fun to keep an eye on and see how good the Colts do this year. They were a playoff team last year with Philip Rivers, um, and I know if Carson Wentz is like he was in that MVP season, this team is legit. So. We'll keep an eye on that. That'll be fun to watch. A um, little bit of some NBA news. Jared Dudley joining the Mavericks. So Jared Dudley, as a coach, um, he he's uh, done with his NBA playing career, and uh, he is joining Jason Kidd's coaching staff with the Dallas Mavericks. So that's kind of cool. Um, I don't. I think there was some other news I was supposed to hit in the NFL. Hold on, right quick. Um, yeah, Jaguars running back, uh, Travis. Oh, I don't know how to say his last name. Etienne. Is that it? Travis Etienne. I think is how you say his name. Um, he is likely out for the 2021 season with the Liz Frank injury. So that, that's not good. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Cole Beasley. Gabriel Davis, Star, who oh, I don't, even, I can't say that guy's last name, and Vernon Butler, uh, in quarantine after being considered close contacts. Okay, so there's some COVID stuff related to the Bills. Um, there's always only gotta be COVID testing and people getting positives because you know, it is what it is. Uh, New York Jets left tackle. Good gracious, these guys with their names. Uh, Mekhi Becton leaves practice after being evaluated for a possible concussion. So there's a couple, a little bit of injury things. Oh, LeBron Jackson. I saw this. He strongly doubts the NFL has figured him out like coaches and, and, and stuff. Um, look, I know Lamar Jackson is a very 
uh, talented quarterback, at least in the sense of freak athlete. I am quite personally not a believer in the run first quarterback. I'm not going to say run first. Look, he is very similar to RG3. And RG3, unfortunately, was not long for the NFL. Hopefully, Lamar Jackson can be. But he did not look great passing last year. And I'll say this. If he does not figure out his passing, yes, the NFL will have figured you out. Stack the box, take away your run, and force you to throw. So he's got to work on his throwing because if his throwing gets elite, that's a dangerous player right there. That's a real dangerous player because now all of a sudden he could kill you over the top with his arm or he could take you down on the ground. Sorry, I just hit my mic cord. Um, he can totally just demolish you if he if he gets a passing game figured out. Um, has the NFL figured him out? If you can't throw, yeah. If he if he can figure out how to throw, no. Um, dual threat quarterbacks are extremely hard to stop. They have been stopped before. I mean, look at RG three. Um, unfortunately, injuries kind of caught up to him. But you know, there are guys like Josh Allen who are not going to run first. Or, I mean. Who else? I know Dak is a dual threat, but he's, you know, he seems to be more of a pass first guy. Um, most quarterbacks who, because Lamar is one of them guys, where I think he's a 50-50. He's going to run half the time. He's going to throw half the time. And I'd rather not see him run that much. When you have an open lane to pick up a first down, pick up a first down slide. No need to put yourself in any more, uh, troubling circumstances where you could suffer an injury. You got to think about your health because your health relates to the team's success. Um, I'll be interested to see. I think, like I said, if he doesn't develop a, a, an efficient throw, then yes, the NFL has figured you out. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So there's a little bit of the NFL stuff. Um, like I said, the Dudley joining the Mavericks coaching staff. Uh, Michael Carter Williams has undergone ankle surgery. We'll miss the start of the season. Uh, so there's a couple of NBA stories. Um, MLB, there is uh, one major story that I know about. Um, well, I guess there's this. Uh, I cannot pronounce these guys' names. I know this last guy's name is this guy's last name is Molina. Yadir Molina. I'm probably butchering his name. Um, He's going to return to the St. Louis Cardinals uh, for what will be the catcher's final season in 2022. So um, going to play for a 19th season with the Cardinals. Uh, There's that. The Diamondbacks, I I reported on a... uh, Hold on right quick. Sorry. Drop drop something. Uh... I, re- I I talked on a not reported on. I talked on a story where the Diamondbacks pitcher Caleb Smith um, got ejected from a game for a foreign substance check. He claimed it was dirt on his glove, and the MLB did an investigation into this. Of course, uh, he has now been banned for substance on glove for ten games. So obviously, they think there was some foreign substance there. Um, but there is that. Rays activate Cruz from the virus list. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a little bit of, uh, 
little bit of news related to the MLB. Um, college football has a little bit of news. The Big Ten, Pac-12, and the ACC announced uh, an alliance to stabilize the college football landscape. They are obviously competing with the SEC because now this is very interesting. What happens to the Big 12? Because two of the Big 12's biggest schools, the two biggest schools of the Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas, bounce for the SEC. And this is what leads to this alliance because now these other conferences have got to compete with the SEC. Look, the SEC is the is the king of college football, in my opinion. The biggest schools, like, I mean, the Big Ten has the Ohio States. The Michigan, Penn State, big names. Michigan State, good, good names. Pac-12, obviously, you know, there's there's USC and and things like that. You know, you have like Oregon and all that stuff, and and the ACC has like Clemson and all this good stuff. So there are a couple big names, but come on, man, the SEC now has Georgia, Alabama. I mean, they've had those forever, but I'm into, sorry, my mental thought got messed up. They now have Texas and Oklahoma that are going to be added to that. You have Alabama, you have Georgia, you have LSU, you have Florida, you have A&M, which A&M is not as big as UT is. Now, I'm an A&M guy. I like A&M. Um, that's the college team I prefer to root for. Um, but yeah, you've got A&M, you've got... Auburn, there's just so many schools, Ole Miss, that you have. I think Mississippi State, um, all just all kinds, all kinds of, of, of the biggest schools. The SEC is the best conference, at least in my opinion, uh, in college football, because I think they have the biggest names comparatively to the others, especially... Now the others combined, eh, they give it a little bit of a run for its money, but I still think the SEC is the king. I just think that's how it is. Um, but yeah, uh, it, that's just an interesting thing that that's going to happen. College football is changing a little bit. Hopefully we can add some more teams into that playoff. I, I would love to see like an eight-team playoff or something where we can get like a couple of really good teams in there because, you know, all it takes is getting hot at the right time. And the right team could knock off an Alabama or uh, or a Clemson. I would love to see uh, an expanded playoffs. But anyways, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, this is going to be a little bit shorter episode today, I think. Uh, but when we come back, we'll dive into MLB scores. So stay tuned. And we're back on the show. So. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and kind of dive into some MLB stuff, some MLB scores and everything. And uh, yeah, just go ahead and dive right into that. So last night, obviously, the Red Sox <laughs> topped the Texas Rangers final in 11 innings. So um, that was a makeup game from the 22nd that they missed due to Hurricane uh, Henri, I guess is how they say it. It looks like it's Henry, but I guess it's being said different. Um Prayers to anyone who's in the uh, impact zone of that hurricane. I don't think it's very powerful, but I could be mistaken on that. But you still, hurricanes are devastating, and no matter what strength they are, um, any natural disaster is. So uh, anyone who's in the path, I, I hope that they're uh, all right and seeking shelter. So, um, But anyways, back to the baseball. Uh, the Pirates topped the Diamondbacks 6-5. to five. White Sox 
fall to the Blue Jays. Uh, hold on. I hate when, like, you accidentally, like, click a link on the app you're on and it sends you somewhere. So here we go. White Sox top the Blue Jays. Sorry, fall to the Blue Jays, two to one. Um, Yankees beat the Braves, five to one, which <laughs> this, both these teams were coming in on at least nine game win streaks. And at least from what we heard, what I heard last night, um, that's the first time since like 1901 since that happened. So at least that's what John Sterling said on the call of the Yankees broadcast and everything. Um, that is absolutely insane. If that is true, 120 years. And that's how long it has been since that happened. That, that I don't know if that's right or not. If that is, that is crazy, man. But either way, um, Cubs topped the Rockies six to four Royals beat the Astros seven one. So the Astros are kind of faltering a little bit here. Um, and the Mariners topped the athletics five to three. So on to the, that was not a lot of games last night. So on to the night, we got a couple games. Uh, most are being played right now. There are a few that haven't, hadn't started yet, but Hey, my Rangers are up on, on Cleveland three to one bottom of the third. Hopefully they can continue that and win. Orioles are uh, looking like they're going to go 19 straight losing because it's only the top of the third, and they're down 6-1 to to the Angels. So maybe they can correct it, but (laughs) I don't know. Diamondbacks right now are uh, trailing the Pirates 0-2, bottom of the third. Phillies uh, right now are behind the Rays 1-0, mid of the fourth, so about to be bottom of the fourth. Um, White Sox on top of the Blue Jays, top of the fourth, four to nothing. Red Sox right now are uh, losing to the Twins, one to nothing, bottom of the third. Giants over the Mets, three to zero, um, end of the third. So about to be the top of the fourth. Looks like uh, the Giants are trying to get their win back from the Mets. Nationals and Marlins, bottom of the third, zero zero tie game. Yankees right now are uh, losing to the Braves, two to one, bottom of the third. So that is interesting. Cardinals and Tigers tied 0-0, top of the second. Reds and Brewers tied 0-0, top of the first. So that game just began. Uh, Mariners did beat the Athletics today 5-1, to so that's good for the Mariners. They get a win. Um, Rockies and Cubs postponed. Make-up date August 25th, so they'll play tomorrow to make up that game. Um, Royals and Astros uh, have yet to start, and the Dodgers and Padres have yet to start. Royals-Astros starts at 7. Um Dodgers Padre starts at nine. That is, of course, I believe central time. So keep that in mind if you're listening in a different time zone. Um, but yeah, so uh, ooh, the Royals and Astros should be getting underway pretty quick because uh, it is just now 7-11 here. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that game. But uh, man, maybe the Astros can come out of this deal because I think the Royals have been taking them. But, yep, that's the games on slate for tonight. Um, Obviously, man, there's a lot of really good teams in baseball right now. And I'm not sure who is. I don't know who's the World Series favorite. I mean, because so many of the teams are so good. I mean, you look at, like, the American League. Your top teams in divisions are the Astros, the White Sox, and the Rays. With it looks like the wild cards because I believe the wild cards are two, you get two from each deal. Um, looks like the Yankees and ooh, 
Boston. He looks like the Yankees in Boston right now, kind of like in that they're really close. Um, like I don't, I haven't paid too much attention to baseball. I don't, I've just still right right now trying to figure out the the playoff scenarios and everything because I just haven't ever paid that much attention to it. I love it, but it's very fun to play. It's fun to pay attention to. Like I, I just, I'll, I'll obviously figure it out this year because I'm paying so much attention to it. But uh, yeah, the Yankees right now look like they're definitely in the top spot for that wild card in the American League. Um, because I believe it is uh, two teams get a wild card because they implemented that in 2014 that a second team was introduced to the wild card. Um, and I believe the two wild cards play a single game. Whoever wins moves on to play the number one seed. I believe that's how that works. I could be wrong on that, but I believe that's how that works. I believe the two wild cards are the two teams with the highest win totals that are not winners of their divisions. Um, like I said, don't quote me on that, but that's from my gathering. That's kind of what I understand. So it looks like it would be Boston and New York, but the athletics are slowly behind with 70 wins. Uh, the losses matter a lot too, but you know, then the New York Knicks look like they're pretty good at New York Knicks. Ugh. Yankees look like they're in good control of the, of the wild card, but we'll see what happens. They could falter a little bit national league. Obviously your, your Braves, uh, Milwaukee and San Francisco, your top teams. But uh, the Dodgers are really good, and it looks like the next best team behind the Dodgers um, is Cincinnati. So who do I think is the best team out of, uh, let's say this, out of the National League or the American League? I think the best team is probably who the record shows, and that's Tampa Bay. They, I believe, were World Series champions last year, so... They're looking to get another win, um, a, a repeat, if you will. Tampa Bay had a good year last year. The Lightning, the 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 Rays, the uh the why am I drawing a blank on their names? Buccaneers. <laughs> um, they had a good year last year. Those are all champions. That's crazy, dude. That's absolutely mind blowing. But anyways, the Rays uh look like they are probably the best team. But dude, the Yankees are hot right now, and I would. Look, I would love to see. I'm not a big Yankees fan, but I would love to see them competing for a World Series just because I think baseball's better when they are. Obviously, I'd rather my Rangers be competing for World Series, but that ain't happening this year. Um, but anyways, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I would say the Rays are your best shot out of the uh, American League, but you never know. Wild card could get hot and take it. Uh, but just at looking at the eye test, I think Tampa Bay is your best team, but the Yankees are scary. You don't want to play the Yankees. Um, they're the team you don't want to play. That's how good I think they are. Um, San Francisco has the best record in the National League, but it's barely. It's barely. The Dodgers are right there, and the Dodgers are not completely healthy. I think far and away the Dodgers are the scariest team in the National League. They just they just really strike me like that. Um, that's what I believe. I'm going to make sure right quick on something. Uh, but yeah, I believe that uh, the, the, um, losing my train of thought. Dodgers are, I just believe they're a little bit better team than the Giants. I mean, the Giants may have the uh, most wins, but I believe that the Dodgers are just the better team in general. 
Okay, I was wrong. Rays were in the in the World Series. Dodgers won. So that was my fault. The Rays were in it, though. So Tampa Bay was there. I remember that being the case. I'm so confused with all Tampa Bay stuff. But I do know the Lightning won Stanley Cups, and that was back-to-back Stanley Cups. Um, I know the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Um, and now I know. So hopefully you listen beyond that blunder I made a mistake on. But the Dodgers won the World Series. I'm just I'm thankful I checked that. Make sure I got my stuff right. But yeah, Dodgers won the World Series. It's 3-1. That ain't right. It would be a 4-1. Um, dude, I'm so confused about what, what in the world. Because they play a seven-game World Series. I know that. Um, four to two, I believe is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, it looked, the Dodgers won. That's what I do know for sure. Um, yep. Four to two. That was, that was the, uh, that was the, that was the final deal of that four games to two. So Dodgers win that world series, but I still believe the Dodgers, this is interesting. According to me, we could have a repeat of last year's, uh, last year's world series, because I do believe that the Rays are the best team in the AL American league. And in the NL, I believe it's the Dodgers because I just ain't sold on the giants because like I said, it's not that the giants are bad. But it's the Dodgers aren't completely healthy, and they're just two games behind you. So I'm very interested to see how this plays out. There's going to be a very good um, baseball playoffs when it gets going, and it's not that far away. It is absolutely not that far away because I know they start getting into the World Series stuff around October. So mid-October, I think it is. So yeah, playoffs are going to probably start September. More than likely, yeah, September is when the playoffs will start. So, and it's going to be fun to watch. Um, basketball, like I said, will get kicked off soon. Football, obviously. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do this yet, but I'm interested in trying this deal where, like, I pick the winners of the football games leading into the weekend. So it's like Thursday. You obviously have Thursday night football. So I'll be like, okay, here's who I think wins that game. And then maybe Friday, I'll be like, here's who wins the other games. And then I'll predict the Monday night, maybe on the Monday. I don't know. Or I may just all do them all in one show because that'll be interesting. If I decide to do that. If I do. Because <laughs> I know inevitably. In, in, oof, that was inevitably. Uh, that's a hard word to say. Inevitably. <laughs> especially if you say it fast. Um, the uh, I believe that uh, I will not predict a lot of the games, right? Because it's really hard to predict. The NFL is, dude, any given Sunday, any team can win. But, uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see what happens. Football's going to be fun. College football's right around the corner. It's really close. Um, There may be games coming up this weekend, actually. Um, Let me check that out right quick. Their games starting not this weekend, I don't believe. Um, looks like there could be, but as far as like ranked teams go, that starts on the second, so Thursday, September 2nd. That's not that far, that's a little over a week, a week and two days. 
So that'll be fun. Uh, college football will get going. I'm sure there probably is something this weekend. It just may not be a ranked team. I'll, I'll look into that and probably talk about, maybe talk about that on tomorrow's show. I don't know. I, I, I like paying attention to the ranked teams. I don't really pay attention to anything that's not ranked because uh, it, it, in the overall scope of college football, it doesn't impact the the playoffs or anything if you're not ranked. So, uh, so bit, that's a downfall of ranking these teams. But, hey, that's that's how college football does it. Just expand the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Expand the playoffs. You're getting some things right. You're getting some things a little bit better now with this idea of like letting players uh, be able to capitalize on their own, you know, likeness and everything. Because for the longest time, you couldn't do anything to make money. It was like, if if like, I don't know, you had a YouTube channel. Because there was, there was a kicker who was doing like these crazy, he's doing these crazy kicks. Um through like goalposts and everything. And he was making revenue on it. And the college was like, the NCAA was like, Nope, you can't do that. Who the heck are you to tell someone what they can and cannot do to make money? Like that's the problem. The NCAA was like controlling the aspects of these lives, these players lives. Yeah. You can't make money. We can make money off of you, but you cannot make money from your, um, from your likeness. This is just ridiculous, but getting rid of that. And obviously now I think the NIL is like what, what players, are allowed to like uh, make some money and stuff. So that's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. Things are working a little bit better in that, in that sense. But you know, college football, it'll be really fun to expand the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> expand the playoffs. Give us at least eight teams. It would be so much better if we had eight teams instead of four, because Hey, it's cool with four, but it'd be so much better with eight. Imagine, imagine if you will, Clemson, number two, Alabama number one. Let's just say that's that's the given. Now let's say you have a an, an oh sorry an Ohio State at number three, and uh, let's go with uh, Georgia number four. So those are your top four. That that's like if there was a four team playoff, they're like that's your that's your four teams. Now picture if you will, adding in another four. What if we got like maybe uh maybe maybe a Michigan. Man, could you imagine a Michigan-Ohio State playoff game? Um, maybe a Notre Dame. So there's your six teams. Let's throw uh, – I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say A&M because I'm not going to be a homer. But let's say you get Oklahoma in there. Um, and let's say you get like uh, like an Oregon. Come on, that's a great scenario. There's a lot, of, a lot of benefits there. The NCAA will make bank on it. So expand it to eight teams. It would just be so much better for the sport. It would be so much better for the fans, so much better for these teams. Everyone's like, oh, will you be adding so many extra games? Look, these players, I get it. This idea of like, well, they don't play that many games to begin with, but they're they're literally getting ready to make a jump to the NFL, which just expanded its season. Now you've got 17 games. So, and only one team gets the first round by now. So that means the other five teams, no, not five anymore. Um, the other, cause it's, it's, uh, it's, it's now seven teams that go from each to uh, each conference. So the other six teams will be playing. So that means there's going to be another, uh, so many teams that are going to have to play three playoff games and then a Super Bowl more than likely. So 
it's good for these players to get their conditioning right to take that kind of uh, that kind of schedule. So, and it's not going to add that much. And you know what? If it comes down to it, then eliminate the game that every team gets where they play some no-name college and they just beat them out of the stadium. I know it's good for the other colleges because they make a little bit of money on that, and that normally fuels their whole program. But just, just, just add eight teams. Just do it. Just do it. Take, take, take advice from Nike. Just do it. We'll see what happens with that, but uh, I think it will happen eventually. I think we'll see an expanded college playoffs, and that'll be so great for the sport. But yeah, uh, that's all I have on on uh, the show today. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, obviously, for the midweek uh, show, and we'll uh, yeah we'll break down more news. Um, probably dive into what's coming up this week in preseason. Um, we probably won't see any starters. Just just let you know that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep you updated on obviously all the news and scores from around the world of sports. So, uh, if you're enjoying the show, uh, follow and leave a five-star review would really appreciate that. It'd be great. Um, just stay tuned, man. Cause I'm telling you, sports are going to get great. They're going to get so good once everything gets going. And that's just so ready for the NFL to be back. But, uh, yeah, so we will, uh, see you tomorrow. So everyone stay safe and yeah, just we'll see you tomorrow.